Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Hot and Messy Podcast. We're your hosts, Jason Barrett and... I'm, oh, sorry. I said, and <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We're still getting the hang of this. And Adam Newell. And I'm still trying to get my octave right on it. Happy but Halloween. you don't have to have an octave. You can have any octave you want. I mean, listen, I feel like my podcast voice and my YouTube voice, they're supposed to be, I'm like in character. Oh, this is so, this is your podcast character voice. Yeah. And technically, we're recording this on Halloween, which means I'm allowed to be in character. Yeah, well, happy Halloween if you are still celebrating it. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, you are at home or at work uh, and not still out celebrating Halloween. But before we get into it, guys, we want to thank everyone for giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It has helped us out tremendously to basically build this podcast out. So we thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. Now, if you're not an Apple person, you can find us anywhere. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your shows. Yes, and we appreciate it and we love you guys. And we have a lot to talk about today. Well, where should we start? Should we start with Halloween? Because I feel like we just got over Halloween. Halloween launches us into... Pretty much the holiday season. Now we have so many holidays ahead of us. My favorite being Christmas. I'm super excited. But Adam, I know Halloween is not your favorite holiday. No, I hate this holiday. Why do you hate it so much? You know, I don't want to make this like a depressing story or anything like this. I actually lost my my grandmother loved Halloween. And I think I was like nine when she passed away. And that Halloween set the tone because she wasn't there after she organized everything. And I think it always sat with me, I guess. Mm. Almost like a PTSD. But I do really enjoy seeing people who are just diehard Halloween fans. Like the people who dress up. They don't care if they look silly. They're just like, this is one day out of the year that we can just be whoever we want. Like this morning, we went to breakfast and there was our our waitress was dressed like somebody from The Purge. And she was so committed and in character. And I was like, this is great. I could never do this. I don't have the confidence. I mean, listen, Halloween could be a lot of fun. Right now, I just look like a mess. It can be a lot of fun. I mean, after honestly putting on makeup every day and costumes every day as part of my job at Cirque du Soleil, I feel like I never want to do that again. That's where I come from. I don't mind a good party. I don't mind a good jello shot on Halloween because that is the best time to have jello shots because usually they're gross. But you can do those gory things with jello shots that just make them fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also feel like too, you know, with Halloween and dressing up, like I'm that basic bitch kind of personality that's going to wear a t-shirt that says, this is my costume. And I still want to enjoy the parties. I want to enjoy the events. I just don't want to get into full character. You know, last year, not since this is, I guess, on brand. Last year, we went to a Halloween party and it was in a neighborhood. And it was kind of awkward because it was like the whole neighborhood rallied together to throw this big Halloween shindig. And when they did, who says shindig? I don't know. But when they did, they were looking at us like, why the hell are you here? And I'm like, I have no idea. Wait, what are you talking about? We were dressed. I had makeup. I had full-blown makeup on. 
Do you remember I was matching? I think I was matching the police officer. Oh, we yeah, because you guys costume. bought the same costume. Let me just give you a little backstory. So Adam's aunt and uncle live in this neighborhood that they're such a tight-knit neighborhood that they do like bar crawls, like neighborhood bar crawls, where you go from house to house and every house has a theme and the drinks have a theme. You have to dress like, or I don't know if you dress like that, but every house no, has a theme and it's a fun bar crawl. They call it the crawl. around the world bar crawl where it's like, right. <laughs> welcome to Mexico. Now we're all of a sudden in Spain. This is American. And I, I think it sounds like, it sounds fun, but then you go to 10 or 12 different houses that have different themes where one is margaritas, one's rosé, one's frosé, one's vodka shots. And then it's everyone like a recipe forgets. for disaster that they're not around the world because they end up in their bed with a headache the next day. But yes. it is a lot of fun. Halloween, this party was such a big blowout. You had like this massive tunnel you had to walk through with ghosts hanging down and people popping out, scaring you. And inside you had the the dry ice and the fog and their pool was all done in blood, which that takes so much coloring to do. Yeah. I just would hate to be there November 1st for the cleanup. I mean, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. We have a neighbor right now and she's going through a divorce and she has the cutest kid and she's just like, she seems like the best mom and her Halloween decorations, I kid you not, have been up since August and it's so over the top and she told August us... August 29th. Yes. Just, I just want to give you you guys some some background here. They have been up since August 29th. Mm, talk yeah. about early. I thought Macy's was early for having Christmas shit up, but no. August 29th is that's early for Halloween. And she said too, she's like, you guys think that this is big. Wait till you see my Christmas decorations at midnight on Halloween. All of the Halloween decorations come down. All of the Christmas decorations go up. I'm like, Jesus, this is like, I'm not putting it past her to wake up um, tomorrow or I'm sorry today because we're, we're recording this on Halloween technically and see Halloween or sorry, see Christmas shit everywhere. I'm sure Santa's going to be like waving his hand on the big float and there'll be reindeer flying around the windows. It's just insane. I mean, listen, you guys have to message us on our email info at hotmessypodcast.com. Jump in on the conversation with us and let us know how big you guys decorate for the holidays because we do want to talk to you about this and tell us what you do. Is it lights outside for Christmas? Uh, do you go all out at Thanksgiving and you know have all of the fall colors and, and everything that that kind of just coordinates? Adam, speaking of the email, we have a lot of questions and mm -hmm. I did promise everyone that we would answer their questions today on the show. I mean, at this point, hit me with it. Hit me with your best shot. No singing. No singing. That's a rule in our house. You can't oh, sing. that's right. No, that is, this is, this is a very uh, good rule sometimes. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So our first question is from Danny and he asks, now that you have your foot in the door, and I guess he's referring to our Chef Stuart O'Keefe interview, which we just dropped on Friday. If you haven't listened to that, it's a great Great interview. But he says, now that you have the foot in the door, when are you going to have Jeff Lewis on the show? I'm a little intimidated by Jeff. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I might be too. Yeah. I might I mean, be too. Listen, we did an interview with Kelly Dodd and I fully anticipated being kicked out of her house. And it went absolutely incredible. <laughs> incredibly. Um, I, I think that... You know, for Jeff, it's probably the same thing. It's like he is this character, this personality. And I'm sure in real life, like if you're just 
having a conversation with him or whatever the case is, that it would probably be a great conversation. I would love to get Jeff Lewis on. So if you're listening, DM him right now and say, you have to do Hot Messy Podcast. Hey, you have to. I'm listen. I, I, I love Jeff Lewis's podcast or, or radio show on Sirius XM. I think it's freaking fantastic. I love his guests. I love the conversation. He was just talking about being at Universal Studios for Halloween. It, it, it's amazing. So we would love to have him on the show, hopefully soon. All right. Our next question is from Max from Silicon Valley. And he asked, did you guys watch the Family Karma sneak peek? I need to hear more of that show. Have you interviewed the cast? I can't wait for this season premiere. And I think, Adam, you were the first YouTuber to interview almost the entire cast of Family Karma before it came out season one. Again, guys. So another DM I need you to send is to Bali (laughs) Family Karma because they have their premiere party, I think, this weekend. And Mm -hmm. I fully anticipate being a part of that. That was one of my favorite parties last year. And I think that it's just such a great cast. There's so much fun. I love that it's not just like a bunch of people that we're lumping together that don't know each other. They bring the drama, they bring the culture, and it's just something that you might not necessarily be privy to unless you're immersed in that Indian culture, which is so much fun for someone like me to see because I wasn't aware of, you know, some of some of the different things, like traditions, right? I grew up not I didn't have a lot of traditions. That's so sad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not a victim, guys. I'm not a victim. <laughs> I was just actually kind of curious to see how how much of the Indian culture exists in South Florida. Living down here, there's a huge Indian population here. And I just didn't know that. I also anticipated not to be invited back to the Family Karma premiere because that was probably the last time I've been so shit-faced. They For a very you. good reason. It wasn't my fault. Okay. I was dancing with with all the grandmas and the moms. The it aunties. was so much fun. The aunties. And I love their culture. I love their celebration, how they celebrate everything. I love their weddings. I love their food. Uh, I just love the, the everything that they have to offer. But one, I'm not going to, I can't say names or maybe I can, but one of the partners of the O'Malley. Cast them, O'Malley. Bali's okay. man. Yes. Bali's man. Has really good taste in scotch and whiskey, and I definitely had my my cons- consumption rate of of Macallan, I think eighteen, which was really good. But he remembered uh, exactly what you guys were taking shots. I know uh, that's I, that's how I'm remembered. <laughs> can I say really quick though? First of all, you were a hit on the dance floor, but then secondly, Jason made sure because this event was on the on top of a restaurant, so you had to go through the side of the building, go up the stairs, and then that's where the whole event was. Jason, at the end of it, I was like, okay, it's time to go. It's time to go. And so we walked down the stairs. Jason makes sure to get two blocks away. And then he's like, my legs don't work anymore. I'm done. (laughs) And I was like, no, girl, we have to get back to the hotel. This is not, we're not done. We're not done right here because this is called public intoxication. And we can't go to jail for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I did fall into some bushes. And then Adam... I can't believe you just said that. Okay, listen... I'll admit when I have too much, and it, it it's far and few between, it's years. Now that I'm almost 40, this is never happening again because the recovery time for me is a lot now. It's not like I'm 21 and I can just jump back up tomorrow and like go to work. You know, that's not going to happen. Hold on really quick. Just pan over to the wedding that we're going to next weekend. Jason's in the bushes. I will not be in the bushes because we have, we actually have responsibilities at this wedding. It is a family wedding. And if you have met Adam's family or know of Adam's family, it's going to be a party. They don't 
take any party not seriously. In a wedding, that still counts as a party. You know, we have a very lucrative job at this wedding. We have to make a big table into a charcuterie board. And I don't know if they were just like, hey, let's pick the only two gay guys in the family to make this charcuterie board. Or if they're like, you know, you guys know how Why to do this. Why would they pick the two gay guys to make a charcuterie board? Because they were asking like us to make salami and just because we like meat and... And okay, you are, <laughs> you're a weirdo. You are an absolute weirdo. But no, I think that I, I'm just kidding. We I, we, I believe we volunteered. I don't know how we got ourselves into this, but I'm so excited for it. And I'm just saying we will give you guys an update after next weekend to see if Jason was telling the truth or if he reverted back to the bushes. I'm not going to revert back to the bushes. I promise. Okay. Um. Anyway, second part of this question from Max is a House of Dragon recap, basically. Did we watch it? Did we enjoy it? Adam, I know. Did you make it through the whole entire series? Is it over? It's over. There's only no, 12 episodes. No, but see, this is kind of what pisses me off a little bit. And it doesn't piss me off. Like, don't take it that serious, guys. Um, I think what I'm about to say here is, is like, Jason and I have different shows that we like to watch and some shows we like to watch together. Certain shows like House of Dragon, I don't necessarily understand all of the context behind the relationships and things that are going on. So I'm the person who will watch with Jason. And I'm like, what's going on here? Wait a minute. So that's her sibling? So wait, who has the dragons? And he'll answer it the whole time. And he really enjoys giving the answers. But if I'm watching something in the living room and he's like, I'm not watching women murder their husbands. I'm going to go watch House of Dragon. And he watches one episode without me. I'm down and out for the count. I mean, you really you really do have to pay attention, right? It's like Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones, we were introduced to characters that, you know, and families that had been around for a long time and we had to jump in. You know, you had to have read the books and and kind of had a little bit of backstory. I felt like with House of Dragon, we're getting kind of that prequel. What I didn't like about House of Dragon was it's only 12 episodes. And I believe they're doing a few seasons of House of Dragon, which I do think we need. I do want to review just some of the amazing actors who played in House of Dragon, especially uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen uh, by Emma Darcy and Matt Smith, who played Damon Targaryen. I thought their relationship and how they built the characters throughout the season was fantastic. Olivia Cook playing Alicent High, uh, Hightower was fantastic. I thought she was breathtaking. I felt like she had a lot of challenges and forks in the road to navigate to to really find out how that that character is going to navigate. So are you I'm like a so, critic now? What is going on? I'm just no. I'm just saying this is what I got from it, and I really enjoyed the performances. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not because the first episode left me a little like this isn't Game of Thrones, but it doesn't have to be. And as we we went on. The talent was so strong, they were able to carry this amazing story. And now I'm excited for House of Dragon 2. Now, what I'm really excited about is that White Lotus is is back. And we got to watch the first episode of that this past Sunday. And it's fantastic because you and I, that is a show we watch together. Oh, and I can watch that show without Jason and not miss a beat because it's just like, it's funny band. It's not mystical creatures and dragons and you know, trying to steal the throne. It's just hilarious. Jennifer Coolidge is absolutely Ugh. hilarious. I'm so happy they brought her back. White I think she'll Lotus. be on every one. If they I do another so. one, you know, I think they're going to carry her character arc and, and and carry it into another season. 
I just have one complaint for HBO. You know what I really love about Netflix is they're like, oh, here's an entire season. Drop. Binge all day, guys. Don't have a life on Monday. Great. And then for, you know, like White Lotus on HBO, it's kind of like shit. After the whole episode, you're like, damn it, man. I want the rest of the episodes. I guess it gives you something to look forward to every week. But sometimes I, I have nothing of, for time. And I, I kind of miss bit. that. There, I mean, there are certain shows that drop on Netflix. Like what I'm watching right now, Designing Miami, that is a young couple who have competing interior design firms. It's it's really fun to watch, especially living down in this area, right? I don't binge it, though. I find myself like every time I'm in the mood to watch it, I'll put it on. But with House of Dragon or White Lotus, to your point, I do love having that Sunday night to look forward to where we don't have to watch Housewives where we can, you know, because we watch a we lot do. of reality TV. We have TV. to watch Housewives of Potomac. Well, Potomac. But mm-hmm. we have a lot of reality TV we have to watch because we cover it. It's kind of nice to take a break and just put that breath of fresh air and turn on <laughs> White Lotus or House of Dragon. And I do I do like looking forward to that that time. Okay. I have a random question. And this isn't about TV or film. This was from, well, one of the people who listen, um, Sydney said, and this is so random, Sydney, who is your spouse's favorite cousin? I know this is totally off topic, but that's a good, do you guys, how well do you really know each other within your relationship? Who is your spouse's favorite? Oh, you already know this answer. I believe yours is Jackie. I don't think that... Of course. Do you know mine? Um, Let me think about this for a second. I can answer it. I don't have one. No. You do have one. I don't have a favorite cousin. You do. It's you know what? It's little Jimmy. You know why? Because he's the only oh, person that you was... buy you buy birthday presents and Christmas presents for. No, I was thinking of my dad's side of the family. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, I was. I was. That's the problem. Um, no, I love everybody. I just like I don't have close relationships with any uh, you know of my dad's side of the family, unfortunately. Um, but no, you're right. It would be little Jimmy. Uh Pops's grandson which he is if you guys know pops from youtube he little jimmy is just as big of a character and he's so driven and actually he called me yesterday um asking if we were going to the boat show which we had already left but i have another question and this is interesting how was your first fight resolved this is from david okay now i need to think about i think i can tell you what it was so I think what it was, was our first fight. I think it was when we first met and we uh-huh. hung out for two weeks and then I ghosted you for two weeks. Oh, yeah. And remember, and you just moved into a new apartment and you had two roommates, um, Brett and Jake. Mm-hmm. And then when you had these two roommates, I ghosted you and I had to move and I needed help. So I contacted your roommate and I knew when you were at work and I snuck in over to your apartment, met up with him had him come drive and do this U-Haul thing with me. And then I got a text message from you and you were like, that is not how this works. These are my friends. These are the people that, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, no, that makes perfect sense. I don't have any friends. Jason's a likable person. I'm not really as likable. So I was That's like, I really need, I needed some help. I know. But listen, if, if anybody's going to talk shit about me, it's going to be me first. Okay. I have one more question and then we're going to go into what we have done this whole weekend, which I think is really exciting. I hope you guys do too. Um, One more question. Hold on. Let me get this. I missed the name. It was sent through social media and it's just a username, but why hasn't Bravo done a real house husbands or a gay 
kind of husband partner show. And Adam, you said that they tried this in a pilot before. I don't remember this, but... They did. Um, They tried this in a pilot at the very early stages when Housewives were first starting to take off because people were asking for this. And it didn't land. They filmed a whole pilot. The pilot obviously didn't test well. And that's why we don't have that. Do I think it could be fun to have like, you know, a show that has features the gay community? Sure, yes. But then the Abbey tried doing that in West Hollywood. And it didn't also... It didn't stick. So... I think it's about how you film these shows. The Real Housewives are just really fun because they have these glamorous lifestyles. It's fun to watch the women. I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun to watch the men too, but I just I don't think that this is a concept be, that's really going to. To be honest, off. I don't I don't think you can really kind of you know separate and just do like you know the Real House Husbands or the Real gay relationships of or I don't know the Real Friendships or whatever it is. But I really think it could have been integrated and can still be integrated into housewives. I mean, Atlanta had a lot of friends like like Dwight on the real housewives of Atlanta who were you know gay but integrated into the friend circle and I thought that was interesting. I think you can do that. I think, I think you're the Banner... only one who thought that was interesting. Uh, oh god. <laughs> I mean, I did not I think, find them interesting. You know, even just uh Vanderpump Rules is a young group of friends and we don't have a lot of representation for the LGBTQIA+ community when those restaurants all sit in the biggest LGBTQIA plus city in the United States, West Hollywood. So I think there's room to grow and, and maybe open the door to to insert more of that. I mean, why can't you have a gay cast member on The Real Housewives? Why Wait, not? <laughs> I have another one and our moms are going to kill us. Are you ready? Another question. Another we question. All today. <laughs> I just, well, we, get, we ask people to send us in questions, right? So I yeah. think it's fair like to honor it. If we're asking for it, then it's we have part to of the conversation. It. Part it's of the a part of the conversation. What movie does your mother-in-law remind you of? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you go first. I can't. I don't know. I got to think about it. I feel like mine might remind you of Mean Girls, like happy hours from three to six. Like I don't, (laughs) or mine might also be Monster in Law with Jennifer Lopez. No, no, no. no. I had one like that before, pre in the relationship before you. No, I don't know. I think your mom. I've never seen it ever in my life. I've never seen this movie. Um, but I would just imagine that your mom. Janet would remind me of driving Miss Daisy. Is that a thing? Like, is Wait, that like Janet da- like Daisy, like the old woman? Is she old in the movie? Yeah, that's why she has a driver. Isn't she old? I know lots of young people with drivers. I don't think you have to be old to have I a driver. She's older, but she's she's like widowed or something. I got you know. I saw this on Broadway with uh, James Earl Jones. That okay? Maybe let me take that back. Then your mom could be the woman from Chicago who's like. He had it coming. He had it co- right. Like Velma or one of the dancers? I don't know. I hate. I don't this know, question. Adam. I think I you're lost. Back. You know I'm what? Lost. You know who your mom reminds me of? Oh is, God! Be careful. Is who? <laughs> who does Reese Witherspoon play in Sweet Home Alabama? What was the? What's her name in the in the movie? Why am I blanking here? I don't know. We anyway. Suck she at reminds this. me. No, she reminds me of her because it's so prim and proper. But once the party starts, it becomes fun. You know what I mean. Oh, so I'm gonna yeah. have to say that's that's who your mom reminds me of. 
Okay, so Reese Witherspoon. She'll like that. Sweet Home Alabama, I believe that's like... You come in acting all New York and stuff, that's great, but then you come Alabama real quick. Real quick, yes. Real quick. Yes. Love that. I remember when the mom on Sweet Home Alabama of the guy... I don't remember Reese's name on the movie, but I believe she was marrying a guy so named bad Andrew. We watch it every day almost. It's like I don't know. I don't watch it every day, but she was marrying Andrew. And then the mom was like the mayor or senator of New York or something. And she comes in and she yells at Reese's mom and she's like, oh, why don't you go back to your double wide and fry something? And then she just gets like decked and she's like, you don't talk to my mama like that. And I'm like, oh, that could be... <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's me and my mom i don't know <laughs> uh, yeah it, definitely possibly okay she was a fashion designer named melanie melanie yes who would tie fireworks to a cat's tail yes 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 kind we of an asshole thing melanie. to do but yes we we do melanie carmichael oh that's right look at that yes. miss carmichael yeah Okay. Are we done with questions? We're done with questions. Let's move into what we did this weekend. I know it excites me more than it excites you, but maybe not because you had a great time this weekend. You know, we are approaching the holidays and and this weekend we had a lot of Halloween parties and we had a lot of friends going to Halloween parties. But down here in South Florida, it was the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show, Yes, which pretty much has the biggest yachts in the world show up. And we had the opportunity of going very VIP um, thanks to Worth Avenue Yachts and Captain Sean. And we got to see some of these yachts in person. We got to meet a lot of the crew, but we also, and this is something we talk about on Anchor Watch a lot if you guys join us on YouTube, but I always talk about how yachting can be environmentally friendly. And I try to explain uh-huh. that and people can't understand that because of the opulence. But Adam, did you find that we learned a little bit about that this weekend? You know, I had actually, I had a really fun time. Um, just really quick, my experience. First of all, doing anything with Captain Sean um, when it comes to a boat show is like you're treated like VVVVIP. So that's always incredible. And I thought it was really cool to see submarines that are $10 million that people just buy to put on their yachts. And they're like, we're going to go 7,000 meters or feet down into the water and we see giant squids. And I'm like, what life is this? I would be so afraid to do that. But then seeing some of these boats. But what I found more so interesting was the crowd. You never know who you're sitting next to. So just to give you guys some context, Jason was filming some interviews. Well, I guess at the boat show, he's just filming, talking to some different people who are doing some really amazing things with their products. And I was starving. So we're at the hotel and I go down. If I'm ever eating by myself, I will never sit at a table for one. I I just feel so awkward. I can't do it. And I really applaud people who do. But I sat at the bar and I'm eating a chicken and cheese quesadilla, right? Pico, everything on the side. That's kind of my shtick. And I'm talking, I have two (laughs) straight guys, one on each side of me. I'm talking to one over here on my right. And he's like, are you going to the boat show? And I was like, yeah. And I said, are you in town for the boat show? Where are you from? He said, I'm from Orlando. Yeah, I'm buying my fourth yacht. It's this new model that came out. Really cool. And I'm like, what the fuck? Your fourth yacht? Who is this? Then I look over to the guy on the left. And he starts talking to me and he's like, yeah, I flew in from Idaho. My wife and I, we have five kids and the oldest one is graduating high school this year. And so we're selling everything. We didn't come from money. We built this amazing business. We're selling everything, our business, our homes, all of it. And we're buying a $20 million yacht to tour the world. And I was like, tour the world? And they said, yes, for like three years, we're going to tour the world and try to do it at least three times. I thought that it was just 
the people you meet, I was blown away. Like this is not, I guess it is life. It's just not our life. I don't know. Oh, it's crazy. And it, it's crazy to see. I mean, to me, you see the opulence, you see the money. People are always, you know, buying these crazy yachts. But when we were on one of the the super yachts, I had this engineer tell me that it's a their engine is a no emissions engine. It doesn't put things out, and which is so shocking to me. But we did meet these naval architects, these nautical architects um, from Repack, who came up with something that I thought was really special. And I'm going to play this interview for you in just a second. But basically, they decided to make beach cleanup something amazing. And they took old sails used in sailing yachts that I guess just get thrown out all the time and make it into a beach cleanup kit, including a bag and kind of one of those like fold out. Well, you'll see in the video if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're not, I'm going to explain it to you. It kind of folds out like um, a laundry hamper. And what you do is you go around with your bag and you fill up your bag and then you put it into that laundry hamper slash trash can and you keep filling it up. And then you use a QR code to post where in the world you are doing the beach cleanup, photos, videos, and everything. And then the whole community all over the world can see that. And I thought that was such a unique and cool idea because our beaches are so dirty and they showed us exactly how we can fix this problem. And he said something, this is why I fell in love with it. He was like, to change and make any change in the world, you have to be inspired. And then you have to share with people and make people aware. And then after awareness, the change happens. And that's from putting it in motion. And I'm really happy we got to see that side of the boat show as well. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just a lot of people coming together, almost like it reminded me of BravoCon a little bit with like the boots and there are different products at each booth and things that people are doing differently. And the boat show was no different. It's just, I feel like it's that upper echelon though. It's like something that it's not, some of it can be relatable, but a lot of it is like, you're not necessarily, not everyone's in the market to say, oh my God, this is the XR G360 and I can charter this <laughs> yacht for $280,000 without tip for a week. That is a fucking steal. Like, I just, that's not very relatable. That is like, not our world. I do have to say where the yachting industry comes into play that actually is very helpful is their technology is ahead of the rest of the world. You have, you know, governments and militaries and stuff taking technology from the marine world. I mean, like even just the the submarine that you saw could be used for so much research. And right now it's a toy, but until it's ready to be a research vessel, they have the opportunity to explore that, to research it and how to make it into more of a research vessel. It's very interesting. It's it's crazy. I, I didn't think we would get such an education at the, the boat show, but we did. But we did. We did. And, you know, I think that, of course, every boat show is a great time. So, yeah, I will definitely be back next year or for the Palm Beach International Boat Show. And I can't wait to ride off of Captain Sean's coattails. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be yeah. fun. All right, Adam, I want to end off to this episode and on what shows we're watching. White Lotus. We're watching, of course, everything on Bravo right now. Um, I but what shows are to... you excited for it to come out? Because there are so many. I mean, besides Family Karma, I'm definitely looking forward to the Vanderpump Rules premiere, which I, I'm predicting is in December. And our upcoming guest, uh, Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules, will be able to give give us a little insight into that, hopefully. Right. And I also think that 
you know, Dead to Me again, like I said, I love that uh, show. I know that they, I believe, just wrapped filming the third season of Outer Banks. And I love Outer Banks. So I just want that to come back. There's always shows. My thing is, is I don't necessarily remember them until they start previewing like the trailers for the new seasons. And I'm like, oh shit, I missed that show. Like Tehran on Apple, stuff love like that. Tehran. Yeah. You know, like, love Tehran. I don't remember it until it's back. You were just saying that to me the other day. You're like, you don't remember anything ever. And I don't, I mean, I was, for those of you guys who don't know, I was conked on the head and my memory is just really shitty. So a lot of times like I'll have to have notes in front of me and be reminded by like my photos and stuff like that. It's just wild. But I don't remember it until it's being promoted. And then I'm like, oh my God, I forgot how much I need this in my life. It all comes back. It's funny, you know, C just ended, which I thought was such a unique and interesting show with uh, Sylvia Hoax and uh, Jason Momoa, where it's literally what is civilization like in the future if we all went blind, you know, and now their whole being is... Is they, they're not able to see, but then comes along some babies and some new people who can see and it kind of changes the game. It's a it sounds like such a concept. stupid concept, but it's oh actually God, a great it's, show. It's like, amazing. Who, who came up with this? Like, they're not going to be able to see, but then there's going to be two that can see and then they find another sea of seers. Like, it just, what? <laughs> like, who pitched this and somebody said, that's it. That's the shit. That is the show and that is... This is gold. I thought that was great. Tehran also, what a great show. It's an Israeli show about uh, an Israeli spy going into Iran to prevent something from happening. I'm not going to give too much of that away. I really, really do enjoy the talent in that show. Niv Sultan, um, Sean Tobe, they're all fantastic. Like amazing. But if there was a show I was super excited to come back, it's probably dead to me. And really sad news that uh, Christina Applegate got with her MS diagnosis. So wishing her the best on that. That's, that's hard. Can I, um, since I know that we always like to end off with a good bitch session, can I bitch about something really quick? Should we go into a bitch session? I feel like you need it today. It's It's time. time. Is it about Halloween? No. It's oh, about, good. <laughs> it's about YouTube, our Hot Messy podcast channel on YouTube. I love to post polls and ask people what they think, right? And I always think that maybe something's going to be in my favor. I don't know. But no. I what feel like f- you post those polls in order to... like. I think you go into it thinking that it is going to be in your favor. And I love when it turns out it's not. No. Like, for example, I put on Hot Messy podcast on YouTube. And I always post polls like all week. Who do you think is the messier one in the relationship, Adam or Jason? And I always vote for you, like to take the negative role too. And my vote obviously doesn't count because 84% said Adam, 16% Jason. Then I put good morning and happy Monday. This is so messy. Who is the biggest instigator in the relationship? 84% Adam, 16% Jason. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then because the next un- one, unlike some of the people on C, they can actually see through BS. Okay. <laughs> I, I posted another one that said, back to be a hot ass mess. Who do you think is the more impulsive with money making decisions? 75% said Adam. That is not oh, true. Oh, that's actually not true. I that's mean, that's not true. If I want to buy something, it's happening. This one is true. Who is the more socially awkward one? Adam, 21% Jason. Mm. And then my last one that I posted said, in honor of Halloween, 
who should dress up as the good witch and be the bad witch this weekend? We want to stay true to our personalities. 73% said Adam is the asshole. No, they said you're the bad witch, which actually makes me the bad witch. Because if you've seen Wicked, the Wicked Witch is not actually Wicked. Oh, wow. I need to yeah, get some like... so there we go. I need to get some awareness on this ship. Okay. Okay. Then I feel better. Thanks, guys. Well, Adam, go vote the, the at first time, Podcast on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, go vote on our polls. We have a fun YouTube channel. This episode will actually be uh, premiering tomorrow, if you're listening to now, on the YouTube channel with full video and everything from The Boat Show, which we're excited to share with you guys. And again, if you want to be part of the conversation, all you have to do is email us at info at hotmessypodcast.com. Again, we're available everywhere you can find us. I think I'm really excited now after talking about Wicked Witches for you to see Wicked because I'm sure that's the first time you're going to see Wicked is with Ariana Grande. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And for those of you guys who don't know, I did her music video. But, you know, this is a little bit more of a relaxed uh, podcast episode this week, guys, because we do have Halloween. And a lot of people are busy. They're getting ready. They're dressing up their children. They're trying to go through candy to make sure that nobody's like an asshole trying to poison people. There's like a lot on our (laughs) minds. And I understand that. But I am excited, super excited for our Friday episode to come out this week because we have the number one legal commentator, badass attorney on YouTube. Emily D. Baker. And I can't wait. Did you make up this, this, this tagline for her or did someone else make it up? I think she, I think, no, I think her community named her that. Because oh. they name you. Like, remember, you do a really good job at, at selling it, though. Every time you say Emily D. Baker, oh. you have to do the whole tagline. I know, but she, I don't have to sell her. She can sell herself, trust me. But 100%. You know, on YouTube, when I first started and I didn't, I had less than 10,000 subscribers, everyone called themselves the Adam's Apples. And I'm like, guys, can we not that? And then it became the Adam's Angels. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And now they finally landed my incredible community, which is like a family to me. Um, on the Adams family. And I'm like, this is it. This is that the makes one. Because it's a little bit kooky. It's wonky. It can be super light. It can be kind of dark. It can be a little bit morbid. I don't know. Maybe sarcastic. It's family. It's family. And family can be all of those things. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back Friday with Emily D. Baker and our upcoming guest, Sheena Shea from Banner from Pools. We're super excited. Don't forget to hit us up on our email again, info at hotmessypodcast.com and leave us a five-star rating if you're liking our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we will see you guys next. Oh no, we will see you guys Friday. We will see them on Friday and we fucking love you guys. That's all. That's all. Bye guys. Bye everyone. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.